Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to The Shit Show. everyone it has been a while it's been a wee while since a fresh pod has dropped into your what would you say nick ear sockets is that yuck <laughs> when we've been piped straight into your ear holes <laughs> when we've been broadcast direct to your brain but to be honest i really miss the podcast and i just kind of thought you know what why not just get back into it so i have enlisted the help of a very very highly requested recurring guest would we call you a recurring guest I suppose now I'm recurring. I mean, now. So we've got, again, my older brother Nick on the podcast. Nick joined us for the GameStop episode, explaining, you know, the stonk market and everything to do with (laughs) stocks, which low-key was actually a riveting podcast. I really enjoyed it. So did I. So did a lot of other people. So, I mean, shameless plug, if you haven't listened to that one, go back a few episodes and listen to the GameStop episode. But today... Me and Nick are going to sit down and chat about the drama in the Suez Canal and why we all gave so many shits about the big stuck boat. How does that sound, Nick? Are you up for it? Yeah, sounds good. Let's get into it. Perfect. So the way this is going to work, everybody, is first of all, we're going to give a quick analysis, <laughs> cringe, about what actually happened. And then we're going to hypothesize about why we think we all did care so much about this big stuck boat. And we're going to end it with a roundup of a few of our favorite memes. Now we'll see how well we can translate memes through an audio medium. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but Nick said before that I should put a roundup of some of the memes we chat about on the Shit Show podcast Insta which I think is a great idea. So I'll get those up at the end of the show. Let me try the ball. Okay, so let's get into a bit of a canalysis about what the fuck actually happened. So we have the Ever Given. Now, first of all, for everyone that's been coming to us saying that it's called the Evergreen, fair enough, because Evergreen is plastered along the side of the boat. Um, it is actually called the Ever Given, Evergreen is the shipping company that runs these ships. Yeah, they've actually got a shit ton of ships as well. How many? Like hundreds of ships. Oh, shit. Big ships as well. Man, I didn't realize that. Well, the Evergiven is a really big ship. It's the length of four football fields, so like 400 meters, and it's capable of carrying 200,000 tons. I think this is one of the things that trips me out the most about this whole uh, scenario. Me too. Because This thing is massive. I can't really fathom how big it is. We've got nothing to compare it to here in New Zealand. We don't <laughs> no. have anything that big here. No, I know. I really struggle to fathom just how big it is. So the Ever Given was travelling from China to the Netherlands and it was going through the Suez Canal. Now what is the Suez Canal, some of you might be wondering, and... 
I don't blame you because not all of us know about the shipping routes of the world. So the Suez Canal provides one of the shortest maritime routes between Asia and Europe. In 2020 alone, 19,000 ships pass through the canal. So that's more than 50 ships per day. I mean, that might not sound like a lot, but it is. The Suez Canal accounts for 12% of global trade. That's like 50 skyscrapers going through the canal a day. Yeah. When you put it like that, yeah. it makes it sound a little bit more impressive. The Suez Canal is a big fucking deal and it cuts a whole lot of time off of the route from Asia to Europe. The alternative route is going down around the bottom of South Africa. And that is a really dangerous way to go. Dangerous and long, right? Really long. A few other facts about the Suez Canal. It was built in the late 1800s, so it's not new. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a dated piece of infrastructure. Water? <laughs> yeah. 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 And this isn't the first time we've had trouble in the Suez. <laughs> in 56, there was a war regarding the Suez, and that stopped um, sea traffic through there for years. Oh, ship. <laughs> oh, I need to stop making these bad jokes, but look. Can't stop, won't stop. Kind of like the ship. <laughs> Did stop. <laughs> Did stop. Will stop. Oh, cringe. Okay, so it has been blocked before and it was built in, what, the late 1800s? The late 1800s and they've just finished a redredging of the canal, but not in the bit where the big boat got stuck, unfortunately. Ah, and what's dredging? Just, you know, fresh in my memory? It's basically pulling material out from the bottom to make it deeper. So like big digging? Big digging, yeah, nice. big digging. Yeah. Okay. So now that we know how big the ship was, what the Suez Canal is, shall we talk about how the Ever Given got stuck? How the big boat got stuck. Because literally, how does a boat get stuck in a canal? There are not many obstacles. No, there's, there's not. None. There's, there's two things to hit, and they managed to hit both of them. Literally. I Honestly, it's, it's, it's very comedic. It is comedic. So the Suez Canal, for those who don't know, goes right through Egypt. And it's under their jurisdiction. They're they're in control. So Egyptian authorities said that a dust storm brought low visibility and really heavy winds, which caused the big ship to run aground, blocking the entire waterway. And, you know, the Ever Given became what we all know as this big stuck ship. Now, it was stuck for six days. But Loki felt like a lifetime. It felt like a lifetime, and I thought it was going to be stuck for way longer. So did I, and I kind of held out hope that it would be. I miss the big boat being stuck. I miss the big boat. I'm sure a lot of people don't. A lot of people with AliExpress orders are are quite thankful. A lot of capitalists are really thankful that it's back floating. But I find this really interesting because there's no concrete, this is why the boat got stuck. Which I find really weird as well. Like... Where are the cameras from the boat? Where are the trackers from? Do they not have black boxes like planes? I know. And, I mean, I haven't seen much chat about user error. Like, the captains, I guess, we're just assuming it wasn't their fault. But you've got to remember, these boats act like massive sails with these containers down the side. Mm. So any wind from the side will push it around a fair bit. I'm also not a ship captain. Yeah. We're not experts. I mean, we make that pretty clear in every fucking episode. So (laughs) I would hope that you guys know by now. But, uh... We're not experts on being at the helm of a huge, big, stuck ship. So Nick, how did it get unstuck? It was actually really lucky the way that it got unstuck. There were loads of tugs and and dredges trying to get it it free, but the real saviour was the moon. What do you mean? Full moon, high tides. Fuck, that is some witchcraft shit there. 
Yeah. Well, probably just science, but like... Mother, Mother Nature really wanted that boat unstuck. Fuck yeah. Oh, okay, so it was basically... A bunch of things kind of really luckily working out at the same time. Yeah. Not, then, not to say these tugs didn't help. No. Because, of course, they were very important. I but. mean, the little tug that could did. Yeah. <laughs> and that wee digger. Oh, stop. We're going to talk about the cute oh, little the digger, digger and the memes. Oh, it has my heart. Okay, so excavation, dredging, tugboats, little digger, tide, ship unstuck. That's basically the gist of it. Yeah. That sounded like a Daily Mail headline. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, clickbait. Clickbait. No, but that was like truth. And it was a lot of a lot of hard work as well with long hours, I'd say. Long hours, hard work, and a lot of comic relief on the web. Implications wise, what did this big stuck boat fuck up for people? Well, as I sort of alluded to earlier, a lot of late AliExpress orders. Mm-hmm. Um, but when 12% of the world's trade goes through one waterway if that waterway is stuck that's that's a lot of cargo not getting from from one place to another i know i read about you know obviously the cargo was things like goods and then oil animals like there was so much shit being held up at one point i read that there was like 367 boats in the traffic jam it was just huge and i i do understand that billions of dollars of trade were kind of I don't know, either lost each day or like put on hold each day. International trade is something we don't think a lot about, but it's something that impacts our lives in a really meaningful way. Another implication, kind of a cute one, is that Google has added a little feature where if you type in Suez Canal, a little boat like sails across the screen. That's pretty cute. It's pretty cute, but in the big picture, it's not quite as important, but I like it. Not quite shout as important. Shout out to Google for that. Google doesn't need our shout outs. <laughs> They're, they're doing well enough without our shout outs, oh, aren't they? They're doing well enough despite a ship being stuck in the Suez Canal. Talking about implications and almost how trivial or non life threatening they feel, I think it's time for us to jump into some theories about why we all gave so many shits about this ship. And in a very selfish manner, I want to start with my theory. Which is basically that we all care so much because it's this global event that's happening where no one was hurt. Nothing that bad came from it, putting global trade and money aside. And it just, it wasn't too heavy or too bleak. So we felt really comfortable talking about it, having a giggle, making memes. It just, it felt... It's something we could all get behind, wasn't it? It was. It was something that we could all get behind and relate to because we all feel like that big stuck ship right now. And we've all felt like that little yellow digger trying to get it out. Exactly. So I think it's just actually been really refreshing having this non-controversial thing that's kind of affecting everyone but also not affecting everyone at the same time. And I just I just really do like that no one got hurt and it just wasn't that bleak. Nick, do you have any other theories? Look, I kind of agree with you. It's Oh, that doesn't happen often. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> it's such a fun problem yes and it's like who could have predicted something like this yes it was so unpredictable wake up check twitter oh this big boat stuck yeah it's such a fun problem and i know that there's going to be people that are saying no all of this money's being held up and blah 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 but my package but my package but just like for the sake of this podcast just but the memes let us live and also apparently before the ship went into the canal just to take the piss a little bit more it drew a big dick in the water. Did it actually? Well, it did, but not intentionally. Okay. 
But still, I mean, that's a meme in itself. I know. So I, as I often do, went to Instagram and took this to all of you to ask what your theories were about why we all loved the Big Stuck ship. And you guys provided some great shit. So... I mean, a lot of you just said that it proves that sometimes even people with big responsibilities fuck up and sometimes it's very public and, you know, that makes us all feel a little less alone. Do we know if that guy lost his job or if he's if he's still driving the boat? I actually don't know. Maybe that's something we can do some research on. Yeah, let's do a live Google. Okay, so I'm live Googling. And what I found so far is that both of the pilots have had over 30 years experience. This isn't their first time with the Ever Given going through the Suez Canal. Um, interestingly, contrary to their titles, the pilots do not actually steer the vessel. They serve more as consultants. I think you knew that. Yeah, yeah. They just um, they basically tell the, tell the driver what to do. So the captain and the pilots are different. Yeah. So the Suez Canal has their own pilots who know the Suez Canal really well. And they, they ride along through the Suez and, and tell, tell the captains what to do, basically. So annoyingly, I can't find out whether anything's happened to the captain or the pilots. However, they can't rule out human error, so they're looking into it. But a good live Google because they learnt a lot. I mean, they probably won't do it again. No, so, true. You learn from your mistakes, Exactly. Huh? So some of the other theories about why we all loved the big stuck boat. There was a lot of people just saying because fuck capitalism. Did they tweet that from an iPhone? <laughs> True. <laughs> people saying, look, it's just a hilarious mistake. How did a big boat get stuck in a canal when literally there's not much to get stuck There's, there's no obstacles apart from the canal itself. Exactly. Um, a lot of people just saying it was big news that didn't break our hearts for once, which, yes, we agree. It, it was a metaphor for the coronavirus pandemic and how stuck and helpless we've all been feeling. Well, that's getting deep. That is getting deep, but, I mean, true. I like the um, the comment here. It's something so stupid that could disrupt such a huge system. Like, yes. That's right. Like, it's... Just one simple boat getting stuck in a simple canal. And it's it's, disrupted such a huge and complicated piece of our world. I know. I think all of these are so valid and fuck. We could go really deep, no pun intended, on the metaphor (laughs) of the boat being stuck. But because we don't want to keep you here all day, let's jump in to some of our favourite memes that have come out of this. Because there have been a lot. And I'm going to start it out with the infographic that we shared that was... Slide one, how to help the big stuck boat in the Suez Canal. Swipe across. Boat stuck can't help. <laughs> like I really like that one I too. really like that one. And full credit, we saw it on Twitter by someone called Online Longhorn. And honestly, they have won. They've won. Yeah. This, this was fucking great. Yeah, they're one of the um they're one of the victors of this whole thing. Yep. The meme creators are the victors. Obviously, and we mentioned it earlier, there was all the memes that came from the little, the little crane, the little crane pushing up against the big boat. I saw one, and the big boat said, "The big boat said." <laughs> I saw one. The big boat opened its mouth and said, <laughs> "I saw one," and the text over the ever given said, "My COVID depression and anxiety." And then the little crane digging was like going on a daily walk. <laughs> like I don't know if these translate well through audio, but. 
Fuck, I'm gonna. I can put see some... it. I can see it in my head. Yeah, you can see it in your head. Some of the... it's basically when you have a huge issue and someone tells you to do this tiny little thing that's gonna solve it. I feel so lame explaining memes over podcasts. No, I know. Okay, well, even though we feel dumb, let me give you some more. Oprah sitting like she was sitting with the Megan and Harry interview, but it's the Oprah boat? sitting with the boat, and it's like can't wait for this interview. <laughs> Um, there's also, we posted a really good roundup of Trump-like solutions for the big stuck ship. Basically, he would have said things like, put more water in the canal. Democrats keep saying these sea levels are rising. Then why is the boat stuck? (laughs) I like that one. The ship is going to move very soon. It's mostly out. It's almost entirely out. I'm hearing from a lot of people. It's going to disappear one day like a miracle. They've just control effed COVID with... uh, big stuck boat haven't they there yeah that's a quote from this time last year yeah when i was president some say the best president the sewers ran smoothly i'm not saying it's low energy sleepy joe's fault but it wouldn't happen under my watch and then shit like have they tried injecting the canal with bleach it'll be gone by easter it'll be gone by easter i love i mean it was it is gone by easter true Oh, there was like, we should just build a new canal and Egypt will pay for it. Obviously, you know, playing on the Mexico build a wall. The whole situation has just been refreshing, groundbreaking, kind of, because they dredged the ground. (laughs) Sorry, I'll stop the pun. It's it's appealed to the nerdy side of me. Yeah. And the the meme-loving side of me. And I think it has for people that wouldn't usually see themselves as like nerdy or meme-loving because it kind of went a little bit mainstream. The Washington Post and the New York Times both did meme roundups on this situation. And I think that is really telling of how much this infiltrated the mainstream. Does that make you feel good, Lucy? It makes me feel very good. Having the Washington Post doing meme roundups. Do you know what? It does make me feel good because shit you should care about thrives on meme roundups and I feel like they've learnt from us. It's good to see they're starting to catch on. (laughs) Good to see they're starting to catch on. Okay, Nick, I think we've talked enough about the big stuck boat, considering it's actually not even stuck anymore. Yeah, we've we've done well out of this, haven't we? We have done well. As usual, everyone, you can find us on Instagram at Shit You Should Care About, on Facebook and the Shit Show Squad, or on our website at shityoushouldcareabout.com. And Nick, thank you very much for joining me again. Thanks for having me back at the kitchen table. Yeah, look, might have to have you back again because this has been bloody fun. It has. Bye, everyone. See you later.